You're listening to the Centre Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message recorded live from our Burgess Hill campus. Hello everybody. I'm honoured to be here for many reasons. One of these is because uh, the, uh, this church is the church that is connected to IBTI. So it is a very blessing for IBTI. Another reason is because uh, my leaders uh, are from this church. My leaders of IBTI attend this church. Another reason is because my teacher of ecclesiology and typology is the pastor of this church. So there are many reasons. And so I'm honored for this. And I want just to repeat what um, Natalie was saying in the, in the prayer, that it is for the grace of God that today we are all here. It is only by the grace of God, only because the power of God is perfect in our weaknesses. And I can testify this by myself, that today I'm here by the grace of God and the power of God is perfect in my weaknesses. If not, I would not be here today. I've been asked to, um, to continue on discipleship series by Tyler. And I want just to um, summarize uh, what uh, has been said until now by Tyler. First of all, he said that Jesus defined being a Christian by being a disciple. If you want to be a follower of him, you need to be a disciple. Jesus did not say, go and make converts, but said, go and make disciples. A disciple is a student, is a learner, is a training person. So it is, is a continuing, is in a continuing learning, is in a continuing um, following. To follow him, there is a cost. It is going to cost everything. Following him, you need to allow him to change every part that need to be changed and let him work in you. If we remember uh, the first day, the first day of, of the two weeks ago, he said that we are his masterpiece. If you remember the video that we, we have seen, uh, God wants to work in us because of what he intended us to be. And so we need to allow him, we need to surrender our life to him if we want to be disciples of Jesus in order to let him work in our life. Last week, Tyler said that discipline is required. So Jesus disciplines those who he loves. He wants us to finish the race well and make us become what he intended us to be. Therefore, let us put sin away and everything that doesn't please him. This is what is my summary of you. Is it right? <laughs> so I was listening. Eh? <laughs> anyway, I took notes. I used to take notes. Today, we, look, we will look um, to another characteristic, another aspect uh, that is very, very important, and it is very required in order to be disciple of Jesus. Let's read in John chapter 8. If you want to follow uh, with me, you can open your Bible and 
find it. John chapter 8. From verse 31. Just two verses, 31 and 32. It says like this. To the Jews who had believed in him, who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. I will repeat it. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Now, um, in order to understand these two verses, what Jesus was saying, because these were the words that Jesus um, spoke in a, in a specific situation. Uh, he was in the temple and he was teaching. Um, and there uh, he's saying something very important. He's trying to explain, as we can also see in all John's gospel, that he was sent by the Father, that he was one with the Father, and that he was obedient to the Father in the words he speaks and in the works he, he, he does. In fact, in verse 29, we can read, The one who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do what pleases him. So, while he was teaching this, he was saying, I'm an example for you as well. In other words, he was trying to explain that he is the son of God, the son of the living God, and that by believing this, they might have life in his name. He's saying that, he's saying what we can also read in uh, uh, John chapter 3, verse 36, that says, Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on them. So a person, he, want, he, wants, he wanted to, to make the, the, um, the point that a person is either in God's love or under his wrath. So there, there he was saying there is no um, other way. There is no middle way. Or you are in God's love, or you are under God's wrath. So therefore, I'm telling you that I'm sent from the Father. I'm one with the Father. I'm obedient to the Father in what I do, in what I say. I don't do anything without Him and without that He says to me. And he's telling them, in other words, as I said, that He is the Son of God. That he was the son of the father that he was speaking about. Therefore, he was saying, you are in a condition, in a spiritual condition, in a state in which you need me. You need to believe in me. 
because I am the Son of God. The spiritual condition of these Jews and the, spirit, the spiritual condition of you or human being is what we, we can find in Romans 5, 12 that says, Therefore, just as, therefore as just sin entered the world through one man and death through sin, and in this way death came to all people because all sinned. Jesus was trying to say to them, you all sinned and you cannot do anything by yourself. You, you don't have any solution to be redeemed if it is not for me. As we can read also in the Bible as well, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So Jesus was teaching the truth. Because of your condition, because of your state, you need to believe in me and in what I'm saying. Now, in verse 30, the verse before of our main, um, our main verses, it says, as he was saying these things, so all these things that I just said, that he was saying to the Jews, as he was saying these things, many believed in him. Then we go to what we, we read in the beginning, to our main verses, to the Jews who had believed in him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Now, Jesus is speaking to the people that believed in him. How many of you believed in Jesus? Can you raise your hand? So, the majority of us believed in Jesus. And this was in that moment what they were trying to say to Jesus. To all the things that you are telling us, we put our trust. We believe in you. So to all the things that he was saying, there were many that believed in him. But Jesus answers in this way to those who believed in him. If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Now, my first point, I want just to, to, to make two points today. I want just to you to have in mind two things from this passage that came in my mind. First of all, believing in Jesus is not enough. Holding to his teaching is required in order to be a real disciple of him. As we have seen, we raised our hands and we said with our hands, I believe in Jesus or I believed in Jesus. So we are here because we believe in Jesus. And today, as it was in those days, with the Jews, Jesus is telling us, okay, you believed in me, but now I'm telling something. Because of what we have been said until now, what Tyler said, that Jesus didn't say, go and make converts. Jesus didn't say, go and make, this, uh, go and make believers. Jesus said, go and make disciples. So God didn't intend at all to have converts. God intended to have disciples. And if we read in all the Gospels, we can find 
what I'm saying. So it is not an heresy. <laughs> uh, there may be challenge, challenge, uh, challenging. It would be challenge, challenging in our heart this, but it is what the gospel teaches us. In order to be disciples of Him, we need to hold to His teaching. Holding to His teaching, it, it gives us, at least gave me, the idea, the idea of doing so continually. And so it is. As Steiner has been saying in the last two weeks, continuing learning, continuing following. Therefore, we are speaking about continuing holding to his teaching. You believe once in Jesus, but then to be a real disciple of him, you need to hold continually to his teaching. What does it mean? I had this idea to go um, on internet and to go to take all the, the versions of the Bible, at least the English ones, because you know we are in England. I'm speaking to English people, and so uh, at least three of them I took, and it says like this: the first one, if you continue to accept and obey my teaching, you are really my followers. Second one. If you remain in my word, you are truly my disciples. The third one. If you abide, abide, is it right? In my word, that means continually obeying my teachings and living in accordance, in accordance with them, then you are truly my disciples. So it's very, very clear. There are no doubts. Continuing to accept and obey. Remaining in my word, abiding in my word, living in accordance with my teaching, with my word. Some other time in John, we, we can read in John um, chapter 15 from verse 9 to 11, says, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be completed, complete. So Jesus is teaching these things to us because he wants us to have joy and the, this joy may be in us and be complete in us. So it is for our sake that we continue to hold on his teachings. It is for our sake that we continue to learn from him. It is for our sake that we may continue to stay in his words, to let his words speak to us, to go and meditate in his word. It is for our sake because so that the joy of the Lord may be complete in us. And only then will be complete. And in these verses that I just read, um, we can see the example of Jesus in our life. Because he says, 
If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my father's commands and remain in his love. Jesus never will, will never tell you, or was not telling to the Jews in that moment, in that occasion, something that he didn't do. Jesus is telling you this, if you are, when we are disciples of somebody, so this means learner, uh, student, training people, this means that we are training people, learners and students of somebody that could be above us, they already did what he's asking us to do. For example, when we are in a BTI and we do practicals on Tuesday and Friday, before there was Thomas, now there is any more. Uh, Thomas is uh, here, uh, you, you kept him. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, now, but now we have Roger and we have the new one, Stefano, Sisto. They, when they come to us and they tell us something, they show, uh, they show to us, they show us what to do. Not just do, I go. They show us because they know what they are doing and they tell us, okay, now, because I show to you, do it. And Jesus was teaching to them and want to teach to us that because I, do, I, I did it, because I kept the commands of my father, now, in the same way, you do it. Why? Because if we go in all the Gospels, we will see the life of Jesus completely surrendered to God, to the Father, completely submitted to the Father, and we know in all the occasions he was going to the Father to pray, before to, to, to choose the disciples, he prayed. Uh, in every occasion he prayed, because when he, he needed to go to the cross, he went, he was in the Gethsemane, is it right, Gethsemane? Uh, he was praying, no my will, but your will be done. So he, we can see the examples, the example in Jesus, and we can follow him. In James chapter 1, verse 22 to 24, 5 says, Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what he says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately, immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks in, intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, and continues in it, it comes again, this word continues, continuing, and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Because when we, we go and we look at ourselves in, our, in the mirror, we see what, real, what we really are. So it is when we go in the Word of God, and the Word of God starts to... <laughs> I don't know the word in English, but I know what I'm saying. Punzecchiare. <laughs> I don't know English. Anyway. Um, so, the Word of God let us see and shows us all the defects that are in us and helps us to bring them out. And we can do just two things. Oh, 
we see, okay, I don't care, I go. Even if I'm like this, I, I, I see myself in this mirror, I go. Or we can stay there and go to the feet of Jesus and say, even if there are these defects in, my, in me, I want you to change my life. I want you to transform my life. I want you to do something now. I don't want to see myself in the mirror. I don't want to see myself in the Word of God and go away as it has been nothing that I, I saw or I heard. I don't care. So this is what the Bible, the Bible is teaching us to do. Whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. As was, G as was, as wo as Jesus was blessed when he was doing what the Father was asking him to do. And you know what, what, what uh, uh, came in my mind? Came in my mind all the moments that when I was in uh, high school. And, and I, I, I had the test, uh, oral test or uh, written test, uh, exams and all these kind of things. The only thing that I, I always did was to learn everything quickly by heart, then go to the exam, ta 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 ta, I do everything, then I go and I forget everything <laughs> that I did. This has been six years of my high school, <laughs> one year because I failed, one year more because I failed, so. I used to learn, 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 just because of that exam, just because of the fear of that exam. I was going to the exam, I was, I was writing everything on the oral exam, blah, 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 blah. like uh, I was just with my mind I was saying things, but I didn't know what I was saying actually. <laughs> and what reminded me this is that we can do the same with the Word of God, completely. We can, we can go to the Word of God, we can see what, what it says, what it says to us, and forget. I put apart the same. Instead to abide, instead to uh, to live in the Word of God, instead to to reside, instead to stay there and say what you are actually saying to me. The second point, and the last one, is the second part of these verses. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Now. If Jesus is speaking about the truth, it means that exists also lies. It is very important to abide in his word. It is very important to remain in his word. It is very important to obey to his word, to hold to his teaching, because only in this way we will know the truth and the truth will set us free. Jesus said to the Father in the sacerdotal prayer, sanctify them by the, by the truth. Your word is the truth. Now, if we want to, um, to see the answer to Jesus' prayers to the Father, we need to allow him to sanctify our hearts, our minds, our life completely by the truth. 
your word is the truth. Very easy. We go to his word and we find the truth of, of God. I learned something that I didn't know through this preaching. So, very good. The word for truth and the word for real are the same in the Hebrew and Greek languages. If we live in the truth, we are also living in reality. Now, this world around us wants to make us believe that what it offers us uh, or what we see is the reality. How many times as Christians, as disciples of God, of Jesus, we go out, uh, we, we, we are working, we are at school for, for the people that go to school, and we do many things uh, outside from the, of the church, outside of these four walls, and people start to tell us, but how can you do that step of faith? How can you do this? And how can you do that? And how can you do that? But have you seen the reality around you? And the world, the people that don't know Jesus, want us to believe on the fact that what is around us and the pattern of this world is the reality. But by the word of God, I tell you this morning that what you see around you is not the reality. What you see around you, many times, are lies. And by the word of God, I would say this this morning. The, the Bible says that the one that is in this world, the ruler of this world, is Satan. So, if there is a path, and we know that, uh, you know what I mean. Because um, we know that God is sovereign, and we know that God has everything under control. We, we know that God has everything in him and under him. But we know as well, as I said, that Satan is the ruler of this world. And so if there is a certain pattern, a certain thought in this world, it's because of him. It's because of the lies that he puts in the minds people and want us to believe what is not true and what is not from God in order to not let us go to God. So, what I would say is, because Satan is the ruler of this world, because this, the pattern of this world is um, ruled by Satan, is not the reality. He wants us to believe in what is not the reality. The reality is in the truth. As, we, we, as I said before, the truth, and the, the word truth and the word real is the same thing. And we know as Christians and disciples of Jesus that the only and only and only truth is the word of God. And we stand today on the word of God despite all the things that they say around us, despite all the things that they can put in our minds and say, it is not true what you are saying. Look at the reality. Don't look at fantasy. Uh, fantasy? Don't look at, at things that, that are not on earth 
or in heaven. Actually, they are in heaven. So, God's, God's kingdom perspective, a God's kingdom pattern is completely different from the world perspective or human perspective. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 says this, First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 says, The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the Spirit. People around us that don't know Jesus, people that didn't know Jesus yet, cannot Cannot, we can stay there to say, no, but it is not like this. Cannot understand the things that come from the Spirit, unless they are in Christ, unless they have received the Spirit of God in their life. They cannot. Our eyes are open just when we are in Christ and when the Spirit of God is in us. And stop. It happened to me, and I'm witness of this, that before to know Christ, before to know the truth of God, that is, in, that, is in, that is His Word, my eyes were closed. I could not understand why I was not able to follow Jesus. I, I, I could not understand why I, was, I liked other things, as Jonathan says, exactly the same. All the things that he was doing, it was because his eyes were closed. And as it is written in the main passage that we read, if the Son sets you free, you will be set free. If the Son, Jesus, does not set us free, we are not free, we cannot see, we cannot do anything, unless we don't go to Him and we say, we want you, we accept you, we believe in you, and we want to decide to become disciples of you, because if, if you just believe as we said, you cannot understand fully what he wants us to know, what, what is the truth. Only if you are in the Word of God and you continually go on his teaching, you can understand what really is the truth, what is really the reality. And that reality, that truth will set you free. Because you start to understand who you are in Christ, what you can do because you are in Christ, you know, can I say something? Um, I understood my identity in Christ in these two years in ABTI, in the Bible College. I, before to come here, um, I believed many lies of the devil, even though I was Christian, even though I believed in God, even though I was following God, and I was already uh, saying to God, I want to, to know you more, I want to go deeper in your world. In fact, God brought me here because I wanted no more, he brought me here. And because you want to do something, because you, 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 you understand that God is the only truth, because you understand that Jesus is the only truth, the only thing important in your life, you start to say, Jesus, do something. I want to be your disciple. I cannot do anything without you because I understood now that I cannot do anything. And I tell you, God will open the, 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 the way in front of you and will... He will do something in order to make you understand his teachings.
and only if we understand his teachings, only if um, uh, we, we, we ask the Holy Spirit to, to guide us and to, to lead us in his word, we can understand fully who we are in Christ. And since I understood who I am in Christ, things are changed. Because some, I believe in sometimes there are spiritual bondage in our heart because of lies that the devil puts in our mind. And we let these, these lies go in our heart and we are completely um, bind, bound. We are completely closed. It's like, it's just lies. You believe in God. I want to tell you this morning. If you are in this situation, it's not because you don't believe in God. Because I've been there. It is not because you don't believe in God. Maybe you, you, you want to say to me this morning, but you don't know. You don't know what I'm doing this, what I'm doing to be here. You don't know because I want to know God. I want to know the truth. I want to know. You don't know what is in my heart. It is not because I don't believe. I believe you. It is not because you don't believe. You believe in God. You believe in Jesus. And you want to be a disciple of Jesus. But there are bandage in your heart. Just because you need to go deeper. And you have to ask to Jesus to help you to go deeper in his word. Because when you will start to know what the real truth says... What the Bible says, what the word says about you in Christ, you will start to be set free. You will start to be completely free. And you will start to say, I was already, but maybe there were bond, bondage, bandages. And you will, you will see what God will do in your life. There is um, a teacher of, of ABTI that came and said, uh, he explained to us once, um, that there was the, when he was in his childhood, when he was uh, young, his mom told him a tradition that was believing since a long time. I was saying, if you, the mom to this teacher, that when he was young, if you eat the seed, of the grape. <laughs> they already know. If you eat the seed of the grape, it will cause you the appendicit. Because his mom told him this, because it was just a tradition that was brought up until that, that, that moment, he believed and he said, do you know what? For many years I believed this, and all the times I was removing the seeds <laughs> from the grave. What happened? He got married and the wife saw him doing this when he was eating the grave. And the, the, the wife said, you are completely crazy. <laughs> and he mocked, she mocked him and she said, but why are you doing this? And he explained that was the mom that uh, taught, taught him this. And he was completely in a sense, let's say, let me, allow me this. It was completely free when he knew there was no truth. Because he could eat the seeds of the grape. So, why he was explaining this to us? Because it's the same in the spiritual things. Maybe we have been told things from the world. Maybe before to know Christ, we followed the pattern of this world that is the pattern of Satan. And what happened? We brought those things, those 
realities that we, we thought were reality, we brought in our relationship with God. We brought them in our um, Christian life. And they are trying to, to bound you. But it is not true. Because you don't know what you are in Christ. And only if you go in the word of God, you will start to know who you are in Christ and what is the freedom that you, are, you have in Christ. And not all the things that have been told to you. And I want to conclude with the, the verse in Romans 12, verse 2, that says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, is good, pleasing, and perfect will. We need to allow the Holy Spirit, we need to allow the Spirit of God to renew our minds. Because they are still with the pattern of what we see around us, of what is the world pattern. But it is completely different, the pattern of God. That's why... Paul is saying, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now we don't have time, but I asked before to, to Giacomo to read uh, the, um, the following verses that are in the, in the, main, uh, in the main verse that we, we had. And if you see what are the answers that they gave to, to Jesus, after Jesus said this to those who believed, you say, but did they believe in him or not? Because they, I, I want to really ask you, when you go at home or what you do, finish to read uh, John chapter 8, after what we read, please do it, because you will see that they were just going, they were just answering to God, to, to Jesus, with the, uh, with what they believed until that, that moment. But what Jesus was telling them, I am the son and I will set you free. So don't believe in what you are saying. They were saying, we are son of Abraham. Um, and, but in, in the same moment, they wanted to kill Jesus. The people that believed in him wanted to kill him. Jesus said, how can you say to me that you are a son of Abraham and you are descendants of Abraham if you want to kill me now that I'm telling you these things? People that believed in him. So this is the problem. It's not enough believing. We need to go in the word of God and let us let, let the word of God speak to us and say to us the truth, the real truth, that is the reality. And there is no another reality apart from that. And when we go there, the truth will set us free. Because Jesus came on earth just to set us free. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast at Centre Church. One church, passionately loving God and people in Burgess Hill and Brighton. To get the latest news or for any other information, check out our website at www.centrechurch.uk.